NFL. And it's time for today's AM Minnesota program. We are going to be talking about the Faribault Farmers Market. And I have a number of characters in studio. Mike Johnston just gave me the look. I tell you. <laughs> Can we get another announcer in here? <laughs> and and uh, just to clarify, now, are we going to be talking about corn and soybeans or farmer's market and sweet corn? I, well, I've got my farmer's market hat oh, on okay. today, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, not my pioneer hat. Yeah. Well, we go way back. We worked back when you were with another company and now a number of years with uh, Pioneer. Yep, yeah, been doing this about 30 years, yeah. serving Midwest egg. Yeah. So. And, of course, the famous Russ and Donna Bauer Inn. When you say Faribault Farmer's Market, you think of Russ and Donna, right? Why are you frowning? Jeez, we barely get the program started, and I've already gotten two looks. <laughs> he gets everything he deserves. <laughs> are you speechless, Donna? Uh, right now I am, yes. <laughs> and also, of course, uh, Linda Anderson. And, Linda, how did you end up getting... The short straw or the privilege, depending on how you look at it, to hang around with these characters. I don't know. They asked, and I said yes. <laughs> so she's kind of our um, media person, our computer. I'm the director of social media. Oh. There, there you go. That's yeah. her. Yeah. So in other words, I just say for short, computer geek. Computer geek. That yes. works too, right? That works. And I'm the Viking baker. <laughs> so I bake and I do computer geek stuff. <laughs> And Russ, what do you get to do? What you're told? Uh, yes, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is exciting, though, when I'm coming to the studio from somewhere, leaving or driving through town on a Saturday morning, you see all of these things set up at Central Park. It is really kind of cool, and lots of people there. There, there is. Yep. We're looking forward to starting. It's, it's going to be a good season. Yep, yep and it's... Uh, Starts this Saturday, right? This Saturday, June 3rd, 7 a.m. to noon. And then later on, then we go to a Wednesday and a Saturday, too, don't we? Yes. Donna, first, first part of July? First Wednesday, first Wednesday in July. July. I, I believe that's the 5th. Okay. 5th. Well, you'll let us know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One, 1.30 to 5. When or how did the Faribault Farmer's Market first get started, and how long ago was it? Russ knows that. Um, <laughs> many moon ago. Long time ago, it, it started, uh, the people that started it started it downtown, and then uh, uh, they eventually got over to Central Park, and... Uh, I'm trying to think what year that I was. Can't 80, come up with the year. Um, 83, 84. I think we figured at least in there. years. And uh, a couple of ladies were running it, and uh, they retired, and they asked Don and I to take over. And so we've been doing it. We started managing about 1996. But going back to the 80s, you know, Farmers markets are really popular and getting more popular, but this was going back to the 80s was before a lot of communities had any type of farmers market. Yeah, it was a different farmers market where it was different back then than now. How would you say, Linda? It's, um, well, it was 
strictly produce. Yeah, pretty much baking, excess that people Baking, had. canning, produce. Yeah. Um, now, our market does not permit a lot of craftspeople. We have some, but we want to keep it more... On the food side of... Produce. Something you can Produce eat. and baking, yeah. yeah. Crafts are great, don't get me wrong, but it's not what people really come for. Yeah. We didn't want it to end up looking like a craft fair or... Yeah market. And Mike, how did you end up getting involved when you got in the sweet corn growing business? Yeah, so when we moved back here to Minnesota um, in about 2003, we'd always had gardens when we, uh, my wife and I both grew up here, but I took a job promotion, came to back to Minnesota, could live anywhere, so we chose hometown. And uh, always had a garden when we were in Wisconsin as well, and uh, started uh, growing a few things trying to show our kids how, you know, produce and stuff uh, can grow and uh, trying to still a little farmer in them, even though we lived in Oatan at the time and uh, started uh, tilling up a little piece behind my in-laws, John and Terry Miller, and that got out of hand. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it grew from uh, doing everything by hand on a quarter acre to then a half acre to then a three quarters of an acre and then we bought the 50 acres where we have Riverview Veggie now outside of Glenview. Um, and we're up over 21 acres of uh, produce and entertainment stuff on the farm as well as what we do at farmer's markets. So. In all your spare time? Because yeah, you got pretty busy yeah. in the seed business yeah, in the spring and the fall. Minnesota and Wisconsin for my real job. But um, I do a lot of night farming. Um, stuff by candle. You're a headlight farmer too? I'm a headlight farmer, just like you. Yep. Whenever Mother Nature allows you, you got to go. So. Yeah. And that's why I do so much headlight farming. I converted uh, my tractor, my combine over to LED so LEDs, I can see better. LEDs night. were the thing. Whether it's a headlight or a headlamp on your head or on the tractor. Mm -hmm. It's life-changing. So I didn't realize that you were into a lot of other veggies. When I saw you, I thought, thought I think of corn and soybeans and sweet corn. But yep. I didn't know. Yeah, we pretty much grow a lot of things. I wouldn't say I grow everything. I've tried almost everything um, over the years. But uh, I found the local the local folks. They like produce that looks like what you think of if you think of produce, right? Like peppers need to be green or red. Not that they wouldn't buy a brown or a white or, you know, other, they don't sell that good. I tend to grow what sells, yep. you know? That's... So it's gotta be amazing taste if it doesn't look like what people envision the vegetable is supposed to look like, right? I mean, a yellow yep. tomato would sell, but it won't sell as much as a red tomato. They just, they just don't, yep. you know? You're right, you're right. I mean, um, so it, it just, so over the years I've just kind of Segmented well, towards yeah. things. One of the things like. I always wonder about when you see all these different vendors set up, many of them are really looking professional, you know, with their canopies. And could I uh, just show up and start selling something that I raised, or is this fees? Are there some rules and regulations? What does it take to be? You have to apply. You'd have to get past me and Donna first. Well, that's two strikes against me. <laughs> and with Mike here, that'd be three strikes. Yep, so I'm done. Out, <laughs> we, we currently do not have any spaces available for any more craftspeople or any more bakers. We do have a few spots for fresh fruits and vegetables. Yes. And yes. what else? Anything else? 
Yeah. I think that's it. Fresh fruits and vegetables is about all we can accommodate. If you get too many people selling the exact same thing, like too many bakers, then no one does that well. So that's why we limit it. Same with craftspeople. Limit it. Yeah. Did we find someone for honey? Yes. We did? Yes, okay, we have no. a new vendor coming. She sells, she and her husband sell um, beef, lamb, honey. I think it's kind of encouraging that these farmer markets are getting more popular as uh, the city people more and more removed from the farm. It's kind of like a way to connect back to farm, don't you think, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, is. It, uh, it gives them a perspective. One of the things I, I, I find is really funny, people, people that haven't grown things or haven't been around it may not understand when certain produce is available. Like... I won't be there this this opening weekend because I don't have anything to sell yet. But if I was there, I would suspect there'll be people asking, "You have tomatoes yet?" It, it just you know you could maybe push it if you grew them in a greenhouse or a hoop house. Um, but I still it would be very very difficult. Like what? bushel boy down in Owatonna yeah. would have right. Yeah. They have them year round. Um, but we're we're trying to grow it in the actual soil and the environment that that Minnesota gives us. And you know you're not going to have watermelon today. You're not going to have sweet corn. You're, you're, there, there's it's, it's be seasonal. A, it's, it's seasonal it's, stuff, and and that's one of the educational things too. Yeah. Is yeah, I might be able to get certain things all year long in a grocery store, but if you want it locally raised in this environment, there is a time for yeah. each one of the yeah. produce items. Sweet corn tastes good in January, but it wasn't growing in Minnesota. That is correct. Yeah, right. yeah. The the stuff to look for would be asparagus. Uh, radishes, rhubarb, uh, rhubarb, yeah, maybe some lettuces. Yeah, lettuces too. Could be lettuce. They, they I, come I yeah. early in the cool soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad planted a bunch of rhubarb out at the farm. It was on a farm we bought when I was a kid, and we were taking the building site out. So he transplanted it over on the home farm, and. Yeah. That stuff is as close to a weed as it could be. It just grows and... It's a sweet version of burdock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what that means. Anybody listening knows what burdock is. It looks like oh. burdock. Sort yep. of okay. Stuff, so. if, you're, if you're a farmer, you know what it is. I'm you a see baker. It, they see it growing in groves and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I'm thinking about ever seeing it growing out in the field. So yeah. Yeah, our herbicides must do a good job with it. That yep. it, it uh, doesn't invade my space, so I kind of it's a pasture it. weed. Yeah. Well, and Linda's got the website. Talk about the oh website yeah yeah yeah. That is something new. Well, no, that's something new for this year. I created a website for us, and it's not it's not working that great on Google search yet. I I found out that it takes between four and six weeks for a new website to get picked up on the Google index. But you can type in FarableFarmersMarket.com and you and will find our new website. Go right to it. And um, we also have a Facebook page. And the Facebook page gets updated weekly um, featuring, featuring anything new that people are going to have. All of the vendors have been encouraged to send pictures, updates, what you have done at Mike. Yep. Um, so in other words, on on Saturday, then I'd be able to check ahead of time and oh, this is going to be there. This start is looking be on there. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. Friday, and 
we try to be as accurate as we can, but if people don't answer me, um, then I can't have updated information because I, I like to put a list of all of the vendors that are going to be there on Saturday. So the email just went out. People are supposed to get back to me saying yes or no, they're gonna be there. So you can at least know which vendors you might find, or you can just stop in and be surprised, pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, new website, FaribaultFarmersMarket.com. And what are the times Saturday morning? 7 a.m. until noon. Well, that's a long time. Yes, it's to be a, a long day, a long morning. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people like to come early. Uh, yeah. The early bird gets the pick of the vegetables. So and the kolaches. And yes, yeah. yes, they and start, uh, they start they start the milling stuff. around at about seven to get the kolaches and bagels, cookies, <laughs> homemade pies. Um, there are a few pies that's cottage law. What pies are can be brought? Well, in? any any pretty much any two crust fruit pie. The only ones that aren't allowed are like cream pies, things that would need to be refrigerated. And I know our extension educator, Claire LeCann in Rice and Steel County, they've organized some, some educational programs on the cottage food industry and food safety and, and what you should be doing. It, it is important. You don't want people getting sick. Yeah, all of our vendors who sell food, either baking or home canned goods, must have a cottage foods license. Yeah. And they have to take an online course and have the training and the certification to do yes. it. And far be it for me to want more regulations, but sometimes regulations are probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, they they are. There'll be canned pickles, salsa, whole tomatoes, tomato juice. Uh, a lot of salsa gets sold. A lot of jellies. There's all kinds of jellies. Good variety, Jim. Yeah. Anybody ever bring homemade dill pickles? Um, well, Donna Bauer happens to be the queen of oh. dill pickles. Well, so. let, you'll see because Louise had a grandma, Grandma Sefka. I haven't had a, a dill pickle like what she could make since she passed away 30 years ago or whatever. Oh. But boy, could she make dill pickles. She'd raise the dill in her garden and... oh. And the I, cucumbers in her garden. I thought Donna was the queen of kraut. Oh, that too. Well, Sour kraut. There's no, <laughs> no better kraut on this you're, world. You're than right. Donna. You're right. It's, it's so, I have to give Russ credit for the he, pickles. He, he, well, the kraut. He, oh, the kraut. Yeah. He, he does all the, the shredding and. Yeah. You're a good shredder, Russ. Huh? Yes. <laughs> but I, you told me that he packs the jars perfectly oh. for the pickles. Yeah. Oh. Usually, yep. So you guys are a team. We, we better yes. take a break for the markets. Never a good thing when the farm guy forgets to check in, see what's going on with the markets. Uh, the market update sponsored by the KDHL Agra Boosters, and they include Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency and nearest friend, Craig, help protect all things important to you. Also, Northern Buildings for quality post-frame construction. Go to their website, northernbuildings.com. And Matt's Roofing, specializing in any shingling project, plus farm buildings and residential roofing. Over 100 years combined experience. No payment until completely satisfied. Give Troy Matt's a call, 507-838-2254. Soybeans and corn are lower. Cattle and hogs are higher. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. 
With more than 50 corn lines to choose from, Stein offers elite genetics with a broad range of traits. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are lower this morning. The trade's expecting the USDA to report solid week-to-week planning progress in the weekly numbers out at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. Forecasts for the Eastern and Central Midwest this week are generally warm and dry. July beans are down 26 and three quarters at 13.10 and a half. August is 31 and three quarters lower at 12.29 and a quarter. A July bean meals down $5.60 at 3.96.60. July bean oils 219 points lower at 46.62. Corn's down. The first national corn condition rating of the season will be out in this afternoon's weekly crop numbers. Some of the drier parts of the plains are expected to get more rain this week. July's down four and a quarter at 5.99 and three quarters. September's 13 lower at 5.16. And wheat's down. The USDA's winter wheat condition rating could be up slightly, and spring wheat planting should have made good progress over the past week. July Chicago's down 23 and a quarter at 592 and three quarters. Cotton and rice are mostly lower ahead of the weekly numbers. Most active July cotton's up 147 at 8476. The other months are down. July rice is eight higher at 1715. Live and feeder cattle are higher, supported by last week's direct trade. June lives up 62 at 167.97. August is 75 higher at 165.92. With this lower move in corn, August feeders are up 320 at 237.12. September feeders are 317 higher at 240.27. And supported by oversold signals, June hogs are up $3.20 at 79.27. July leans 385 higher at 78.62. Crude oil is down sharply. Follow us on Twitter at Brownfield, John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. The market update also sponsored by these KDHL Agro Boosters Insulation Services. Find out more about all those advantages of spray foam or blown-in insulation. Give Nate a call, 507-993-4570 or online at Insulation Services, Inc., Dot com and Krennic Stump Grinding in Faribault. If you don't want to mow around those stumps in your lawn again this summer, all summer, give Chris Krennic a call, 507-491-2948 or online at KrennicStumpGrinding.com. That's K-R-E-N-I-K. Chris is local and offers great discounts. We've been talking about the Faribault Farmer's Market on today's AM Minnesota program, 7 until noon, the first one of the year. This Saturday, Russ and Donna Bauer in. They've been nicknamed uh, the Faribault Farmer's Market. (laughs) Also, Mike Johnston, I call him Mr. Sweetcorn. And Linda Anderson. And uh, Linda, you've been uh, branded by me now the computer geek. Well, I prefer Viking Baker, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> computer geek works yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to mention too, we, we've talked a lot about all the different things that are always at the Faribault Farmer's Market, and it's seasonal because it is Minnesota. But I know some communities have special activities or special events, kind of make it <clears throat> bring the whole family and have some fun. Uh, Faribault Farmer's Market, do you guys do anything like that too? Any special events sometimes we do um we've got community related events that happen um one is the cultural fair um what's that called international 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 culture fair um heritage days and then we have customer appreciation day and then um the health public health 
Public Health does um, Family Day. Family Day. So uh, every Saturday is Family Day. Yeah. We have a lot of we have a lot of young families come down and bring the kids, and we often have um, a musical group that sets up in the park and entertains, and it's just kind of a gathering point for all sorts of people. Um, I see a lot of seniors especially come early in the morning and kind of meet up and buy their baked goods and then head off for coffee it's just a very social fun time for everyone and that's part of the plan too isn't it yes yeah yeah Yeah, you see a lot of people that are consistent customers that come down and they're there you can see that they meet up with their the same folks every week down there and um they're they're shopping around there, you know, and they're appreciative of us being there. Yeah, all of us vendors. Yeah, because yeah, that's quite a commitment. Think of what the the vendors' life is like. You know, they might be sending one group of the family here and another group uh, to another community, and and uh, that, that's a big time commitment. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, whether it's baking, I I, I frequently. Uh, message uh linda late at night and she's she's baking at 1 a.m and and i just came in from picking veggies um you know mike, mike and i are dedicated yeah you, you think of you know, and you nocturnal sh- you yeah you're nocturnal exactly so you think of okay we it starts at seven in the morning on saturdays but what's it take from a preparation standpoint yeah. to get those veggies or those baked goods or other items down there and ready to sell and offer up to customers at seven yep. for i mean at least on my farm uh friday nights are you know from the time i get home from my day job um and my workers show up around 4 35 o'clock there's times we can be out there till 11 o'clock at night and that's rain or shine i mean yeah. i've got rain suits we sit on five gallon buckets pick green beans in the rain it's yeah. it's a lot of dedication and i know you know hot summers and and Linda's in there peeling the paint off the side of her house, trying to, trying to make it, those. It gets hot, but two weeks ago, I got a new air conditioner. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Commitment. Yep, it's yeah. going to be great. I can do bagels again in August. And I think people know that it's fresh. Right. You know, we don't yeah. pick I it. think that's a big selling point. We don't point. pick it's... it a week ahead or right. bake it a and, week and ahead. And for my, I know that there are people not at our market necessarily, but I know of people who will bake early in the week and put it in the freezer. And I do not do that. All of mine is baked fresh on Fridays. And I think pretty much all of our bakers are like I, that. I believe so too. Because yeah. yeah. I know Kelly is up at 3 a.m. baking. Yeah. And obviously you do it because you enjoy it or you love doing I it. I love it. Yeah. 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 I'm just crazy. I don't. I have yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm going to take the high road. I'm just not going to follow up on that comment at all. Now my wife would agree. So we're good. Sometimes you question your, but it is fun. Our our Wednesdays now are limited on vendors because uh, when you have a vendor that works during the week, they don't they can't get there on it's Wednesdays. Hard, yeah. But uh, we have vendors, uh, several vendors that come on Wednesdays with uh, the vegetables and the canned canned stuff. And every now and then we'll get a baking person to well, come. Well, I did it three times last summer. 
And then the temperatures went to 100 degrees, yeah. and I thought I was going to die, so I stayed home. Yeah, it's hard but to be down there. It, it was too hot for me last summer. Yeah. But this summer, I hope to be there Wednesdays. How about you? Yeah? Fine on it, yep. Well, we should say something, too, about the city of Faribault and Central Park, but what an ideal spot to have. Yes. Yeah. You've got room, space for the kids to play, lots of easy yeah, parking. bathrooms there in the yeah. facility. Yeah, they, yeah they've it's been wonderful, very helpful with yeah. Wonderful thing. location. Yeah. Lots yeah. of shade, yeah. um, park benches and stuff if you want to sit around and listen to the music or, yeah. you know. Yeah, we're pretty fortunate. Well. Yeah. We don't have a lot of time left, but there's something else that we should have brought up that we haven't, that folks should know about the Faribault Farmer's Market? Well, um, rain or shine. Rain or shine. Yeah. Also, most of our vendors are, are cash only. They prefer yeah. cash only. Um, we don't have the vendors. There are a few people who will take cards, but most of the vendors would prefer not to. There is an ATM machine really close by isn't the bank just across yeah. the street yep. mm -hmm. yeah so because sometimes it takes people by surprise if they discover that we aren't taking checks yeah. or we aren't taking cards so well you don't take most vendors won't take checks either then. well i always say i take good ones yeah, <laughs> I, I, in the bad ones. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't really come up. People, yeah. It doesn't come up that often, yeah. but I, if I know the people, I but don't But people mind. nowadays get so used to, I mean, it's been a couple of three weeks since I had even a dollar bill in my bill phone. Yeah. yeah. You know, you stop yeah. for gas, you do anything, it's you run your debit card or your, yeah. your credit card. And, that, that's the only reason I brought it up, just so people yeah. know that, and I think most people do know. And it's, a, it's an added expense to get yeah. one of those mobile readers that I've right. seen. It is. Some have a lot of times you need electricity for those. Yep. And there's, what, a 3 or 4% fee. Correct. Yep. That goes right off the top for that convenience that then right. the yep. vendor would, would well, eat. Well, and the biggest thing, too, is, you know, you're filling up a full tank of gas today. Now it's 80 to 100 bucks, right? Not that we couldn't have someone spend 80 to $100, but most of our purchases are reasonable yeah. priced, you know, that most people... $15, yeah, $20, $40, type of, right, yeah. type of deal, so... Is there a lot of Venmo ones? I know you have the Venmo. Yeah, so not, not, a, lo not a lot. Not, of not, anybody else. Yeah. But. Yeah. What is a Ven Ven Venmo? So it's... Uh, Way to make electronic payments. Yeah. Oh. It's... A, it's it's a sure uh, you don't do that you can, uh, you can why are you like laughing a, at me donna it's like a qr code you can snap oh, okay. it and then, and then uh send me money or i can send you money uh yeah. just talk to anyone under 30. Yeah, not that i'm in that age group but i have kids yeah, so they, they venmo themselves money all the time and we have well i like it if mike could send me money yeah i'm sure he would yeah so <laughs> we have nice. four vendors that take the five vendors the snap program oh, snap program the, oh Oh, yeah, it? I never thought of that. Yeah. What is that called? Is it Snap? No, snap. not no, it's, Snap. It's, it's through WIC, but Wick? what's what are, what's it's the... It's Farmers, Farmers Market Nutrition Program. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. FMNP. Yes. Yeah. It's a $5 check. And right. Yeah. They get them through the county, and then yep. they bring them down. And, and yeah. those vendors will be identified by a sign okay. on their vehicle or somewhere on their stand. The or, yeah. I know those type of programs have a lot of nutritional restrictions. Well, what's more nutritious than 
buying fresh well, that's, produce. That's why that that so, program yeah. is specifically for farmers markets yeah. to get more people to utilizing yeah. fresh vegetables. Yeah. Um, from from their local areas. Yeah. So. And so the first uh, one of the year is this Saturday morning, Central Park, 7 until noon. Yes. And then it's every Saturday, right? Every Saturday we don't All take. The every the Saturday to the last Saturday in October. Yeah. No matter what, even yeah. if it's snowing. <laughs> and I'd then uh, it's about snowing. the middle of summer, stay tuned, then you'll have a Wednesday. Yep, July 5th. 5th is your, right after the 4th. Wednesday, yep. Well, we've got about a minute left. What have we forgotten that folks should know? All I would say is I really encourage anyone that has never came to our market to stop down and yeah. see what we offer. Do a little snoopy. Yeah. <laughs> um, even if you don't buy that first time, look around, see what you got. Tell your friends if you've been coming. Um, I, I think we've got a great market here in town and offer a nice selection of locally raised or locally made or baked uh, products that uh, that I think we can this town can be proud of what we offer here so um, really encourage you, if you haven't been down or if you have been come back on down um, mm -hmm. and see us and uh, make sure to not not just see the vendor you always buy from but yeah. walk around the park and see what yeah. uh, other it's Saturday stores. morning you're there yeah. so you probably aren't working so spend an right. hour or two yeah. in right. and okay. check everything out and the other thing that sucks it's many times different things too yeah, you know, yeah I mean, you, you look at vegetables, um, and I know even Linda, they... Uh, uh, We've got national news coming up. Okay. Sorry, thanks for coming in. We'll talk you again bet. soon. Fairville Farmers Market this Saturday from 7 until... News, sports, talk, and